Welcome to Flower of Life podcast. This is Carmen Fernandez and my guest today is John Katsavos. John is a certified personal trainer in Toronto, Canada. He's the owner of Bio Fitness, an online personal training platform, and he's also a host of the podcast, The Fitness Oracle. Both are designed to get the best out of people's lives through exercise and food. Welcome, John, and happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. How did you decide to start your own personal training business and, and the podcast? Uh, for the personal training, I've been in personal training for, well, now it'll be 28 years. So like I started working out when I was 16 years old. Um, so I've always loved, I lo always loved the gym setting and I've always loved working out. So uh, when I hit 30, I did, had like a, what, 32 I was 32 and I had a, and I was like, what? I was just thinking to myself, I was working in a loading dock and I'm like, you know what? I don't like what I'm doing. I love personal, I love working out in the gym. So I thought, why not, why not do my passion, do what I love to do and get paid for it. So I started, uh, put myself through the certificate, uh, the certification process mm -hmm. and I got a job at a big box gym here in Toronto. That did not last too long because I didn't know how to sell. I couldn't sell. I couldn't sell an ice pick to an Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, that part of personal trading I didn't like, but I loved working working with people and seeing other people get the results, uh, and and they eventually changed their lives the way because of my uh, guidance. So. That's a great uh, feeling when you when you help people to achieve their goals, right? Uh, yeah, it's, and it's make amazing. their lives better. Yeah, and uh, the fitness oracle. I have always been told that I need to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. I've had no idea why, what to do, what to say. And uh, what was it? A couple of weeks ago, maybe four or five weeks ago, I just said, you know what? Screw it, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> And I know that you are uh, uh, into martial arts. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about martial arts because I, I think that many people think of martial arts as kind of a violent activity, but there is more than, than fighting, right? Tell us more about martial arts and how martial arts has made an impact in your life. Um, martial arts, actually, I've been in martial arts longer than I've been in personal training. I've been in martial arts since I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. And well, yes, well. martial arts is a violent sport. I mean, to say that it's not, it's, it's completely and utterly false. It's a violent sport. Um, there's no other sport where you go into a ring or an octagon and one person or both people come out bloody. Period. Mm -hmm. It's a violent sport. But... Uh, Something strange happens to people, especially men. Mm -hmm. I can't speak to women because I don't know what happens to women, mm -hmm. but I know for men, there, be, there comes this camaraderie between the two participants, a common respect for the mm -hmm. strength and the power of the other person. Um, again, if you look at any other sport anywhere in the world, martial arts, there's two guys or two girls that go in, beat the crap out of each other, mm -hmm. and they're hugging each other and giving each other credit for, for, for what they did. 
there's something special and something magical that happens inside that ring that a lot of people on the outside don't understand. I understand it because I, I did, I did do tournaments when I was in my youth, but I had other, like I would sit back, like I would analyze stuff and I'm like, I'm not going to be a prize fighter for anybody. If I'm going to be a prize fighter, if I'm going to fight, mm-hmm. I'm going to fight for myself and I'm going to fight for my family, but I will not fight for the benefit of somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's why I did not continue with tournaments. And for the people that do, I mean, good on them. Like I have, I have utter respect and, and, uh, and admiration for them. Uh, like some of my, some of the people that I actually look up to, like George St. Pierre, uh, Bruce Lee, uh, Chuck Norris, these guys are all great, great fighters. Even, even Connor, uh, Connor McGregor. Mm-hmm. I have great respect for these people. I mean, they can, they do something that I will not ever do in my life. And plus, a lot older than they are so i kind of <laughs> i won't last <laughs> what is the martial art that you practice uh it's called sistema it's russian martial arts mm-hmm. and um it i think the best way somebody actually said just what sistema is is like wing chun combined with brazilian jiu-jitsu in a forest setting Mm-hmm. So you learn, uh, you learn everything. You learn stand up. You learn, you learn the ground, and you learn uh, like basic survival skills. So it's, it's it, for me. That's it's just a well-rounded martial art. And I'm not the type of like again. Like I, I don't like to say that one martial art is better than the other. I think they're all good. I think mm-hmm. that's all based off of the practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it has to fall in line with whatever your esoteric aspect is like if, or, uh, uh, your, your belief system is like me, I'm Greek. So I mm-hmm. have Greek, uh, Greek, Greek Orthodox, Eastern Orthodoxy, uh, background. And for me to get, when I was in karate, I was like, okay, this doesn't really like the Taoism is cool and everything, like the Zen and everything, you know, the meditation is great and everything, but I, mm-hmm. I just could not understand it. It just never, it never clicked to me because it's not how I was brought up. But when I was introduced to Sistema and it's mm-hmm. based off of, the, their esoteric aspect is based off of um, Eastern Orthodoxy. I'm like, okay, now I get it. Mm-hmm. What is it that you get it? the spiritual aspect of martial arts and every single martial art has it. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Let's see. Um, it's a big topic to elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you, every single martial art has to have a, uh, is based off of, the best way for me to explain it is the yin and yang for most mm-hmm. people to understand or the lightness and the darkness. Mm-hmm. So um, because the actions that we can, that we do is so dark that we need to understand the light behind it. So it gives us a certain specific balance in life mm-hmm. and it like um, in, uh, in karate, they teach you uh they teach you basically how to break uh, con- cinder blocks with your fists and your and your and your and your feet, right? 
Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what that would do to the human body? Yeah. So now you, they needed to introduce a specific uh, teaching in order to make the practitioner understand why not to do that. Mm-hmm. Sistema is the same way. We teach people um, when you finish a move or you finish a movement, you finish the movement. Like if somebody comes at me, if, if somebody comes at you with a knife, you disarm the person, you disarm the assailant, and you quote unquote give the knife back to them with the same end that they gave it to you. Mm-hmm. But the Christian aspect of it, those mm-hmm. who live by the sword shall die by the sword. That will come into our heads and say, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just give them a good punch. To the good punch the base of the skull just to daze him a little bit mm-hmm. and not really 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 hurt him too much and wait for the authorities to come and do what the authorities need to do mm-hmm. right or if uh one of my favorite sayings so my teach my uh, my teacher used to say um if you can give the person if you can give the person what the person is asking give it if not then we have a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and how martial arts made an impact on your um, mindset? Hmm. Um, it saved my life, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in my mid-20s, I was, uh, had a really bad time i've really found out what uh some friends really are um and i wasn't ready for that and i had lost my job um uh, lost my job i dropped out of university because you couldn't afford it because i was paying my way through university i found out that my girlfriend that lives my girlfriend at that time who was living in a different city was cheating on me and um yeah i wasn't a good i wasn't in a good headspace like i had locked myself in my bedroom for a year Mm-hmm. And that's never a good thing. Uh, so the people that, you know, this whole COVID thing has affected and they say that they're going through mental issues for what, three months now? I completely and utterly understand. I mean, I've been there for a year, so I totally get it. Um, I was pretty much borderline suicidal. I had thought about jumping off a bridge. I'd gotten a job as an armed guard after. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I... I remember having a thought in the, in the truck on my on the way back to the shop, and the thought was uh, my messenger, the crew chief, wasn't mm-hmm. fast enough to stop me from pulling my gun and pulling the trigger in my mouth. It wasn't well. fast enough. So that was the that was the bottom. That was the end for me. That was the end. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, something has to change. These thoughts are not good. I'm not out of it. Mm-hmm. I thought a job would help, but it didn't. So I started off with uh, Sistema. And um, that literally just the amount of punches, the kicks, the almost being knocked out from chokes. Um, I had a 200-pound guy land on my head, gave me a, a, a moderate to high concussion. Um, but it saved me. Like, uh, that was the negative part of it. The positive part of it was mm-hmm. my, my teacher. My teacher basically, without saying a word, through his punches, through his kicks, through mm-hmm. him, he getting almost choked out for me uh, having a 200 pound guy 
dropped on my head. Mm-hmm. Basically taught me, you know what? You still have some value. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of value and your feedback and your body understands what it needs to do to survive. So you just need to listen mm-hmm. and just breathe and move. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And through that, like, I mean, it was, it was mind altering. It was mm-hmm. a mind altering experience. I absolutely loved it. Learn how to value yourself and listen to your body. Yes. Through that. That, that's really interesting. And what about fear? Did you learn something on fear? I, I remember we had a conversation before and I, uh, you said something about it. How, uh-huh. uh, and I wanted to elaborate a little bit more on that. Sure. Um, again, in Sistema, we say fear is, the, fear is the greatest teacher you're ever going to have. Mm-hmm. Fear will never lie to you. Mm-hmm. It will always give you the truth. Now, whether you're able to accept it or not, that's on you. Um, but it will never lie. So we need fear in our lives because without it, we're just, we're, nothing's going to happen. We're going to end up staying exactly where we are and we're not going to be able, we won't be allowed to grow as a person mm-hmm. and influence the people around us. So when we see fear, we have to understand what it's doing to us. Usually, um, the first and foremost thing that we have control over is our breathing. Because fear, you know, you see something, you're like, yeah. mm-hmm. right? You freeze up and you yes. inhale really hard, right? So you're like, yeah. oh my God, oh my God. But, which is fine, which is fine. It's a normal human reaction. And we have to understand that. And we have to accept that. So when we do that, we have to, okay, what's first? My, bra- my breathing. So I start breathing. <sighs> right? Start breathing. Mm-hmm. I start relaxing my shoulders. I start relaxing my head. Okay. What happens? I just start to analyze real quickly what happened in my head. Okay. This happened. Mm-hmm. So I froze and my shoulders got tight. I stopped breathing. So basically, it, you just start to understand what it's doing to you. Mm-hmm. You accept what, it ha- what happens. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you make the adjustments as you move along mm-hmm. and you, this whole misconception that I'm here to conquer fear is all bullshit and nonsense. You don't ever want to, you don't ever want to conquer it. You want to understand it. Mm-hmm. You want it to become a friend because it could either save your life or it could, um, it could propel you to greatness. Mm-hmm. So uh, I actually enjoy fear. Mm-hmm. I'm a little weird that way. But <laughs> yes, not everybody likes fear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fear is my friend. Mm-hmm. And he's a, he's a, fear is a very close friend of mine. And like uh, I had, like, like one teacher told me in Sistema, he never lies. Fear will never lie to me. He'll mm-hmm. always tell me, Always tell me when, I'm, when I've done something wrong. Always tell me when I've done something right. Wow, that's really interesting. And I know that you value health uh, very much. You value your health. And what, what, how exercise and, and healthy eating make a difference in your life? 
Hmm. Well, there's been so many studies from so many like high end universities that say that, you know, healthy eating and healthy lifestyle can actually, you know, benefit mental health uh, for this and that reason. I mean, when you exercise, you, you release um, endorphins in your brain that actually trigger uh, to act like, um, act, act like a drug. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, it's like doing drugs. And I think one person, Paul check actually came out and said that exercise is the drug of choice. The drug of have, choice. Yeah. It's the drug of choice because it uh, doesn't have any side of the side effects is a better body. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good side effect. <laughs> so, um, that's another that's another really good benefit of it. I mean, every time that you look in the mirror, you start mm-hmm. to see like minuscule changes in your in the way you look and that mm-hmm. has a positive a positive effect in, you know, how you perceive yourself and how you perceive yourself eventually will uh see how you uh perceive the world and how the world will perceive you as well. So, I mean, if you start to uh I I I like to do this test with my clients um mm-hmm. I, I give them a, like a bag of sugar and I put them like on their, put the bag of sugar in, on their body. Mm-hmm. I do a muscle test and the muscle test is I have them put their arm out and then I test the integrity of the arm when it's out. So I just push straight down. Mm-hmm. If it's weak, if, if it's weak, that means the food is no good. Mm-hmm. If the arm is, if the arm is strong, then it's good for you. So with the sugar, obviously goes straight down like there's no even there's no question about it yes but then i give them something like an apple or an orange and it's like rock solid mm-hmm. so the if we want to get a little crazy with this one the energy of the food actually affects us at an energy at our at our energy levels so if it's completely processed and completely dead, then it will make us weaker. Mm-hmm. But if the food is alive, it will make us stronger. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and um, exercise. Well, like I said, like there's so many, so many different like chemicals and processes that go on in the brain that actually have a positive effect on one the way we look, two. Um, the way we the way we move, we have less pain, um, and if done properly, if you do exercise properly, it actually limits the amount of inflammation in your body. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to like worry about um, you know your joints hurting or this hurting or that hurting. But you have to be very careful when you're doing <clears throat> excuse me when you're doing the exercise because I mean if you do it wrong, you're going to the hospital. <laughs> That's not good. No. <laughs> you're uh, you're a very busy man. I I I know you from the business accelerator course and the podcast course, and you're always ahead. And uh, you get everything done. Uh, the the first one that gets everything done, and not only quantity, but also you produce very quality work. How did you get so many things done? How did you motivate yourself to do what you need to do? One task at a time. <laughs> One task at a time. <laughs> um, even before the business accelerator, I was planning out my day. 
Mm-hmm. Like every morning I would write up what I need to do, how I need to get up about doing it. Then I would put it in my calendar. Um, my calendar and me and my to-do list, we're all good friends. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I think I, I can't remember where I, where, where I saw this. It might've been a Ted talk or maybe something I saw in London real, but I have rewards at the end of the day for me to, when I accomplish everything mm-hmm. and I have a giant reward at the end of the year for myself, uh, the giant reward for myself at the end mm-hmm. of the year is for me to be able to book one to two vacations anywhere in the world. Oh, nice. So that's what keeps me motivated. Mm-hmm. Uh, another big thing that keeps me motivated is, um, you know, especially with a podcast, what I'm finding is uh, a lot of people are starting to uh, connect with it. Mm-hmm. And because, uh, and there's a lot of people that are coming out of the woodworks and trying to get their message across so we can help all these people. And that's another, that's another big, big motivation thing for me. But when it comes to like motivation, we have to have something tangible. Mm-hmm. I I think like like a vacation just like I had a vacation planned for uh, Colombia, Bolivia, and Peru this oh. year, but COVID COVID mm-hmm. had other answers for me. <laughs> so <laughs> so for me, my motivation for me to do everything now, get everything started, and get everything where I needed to be, my reward to myself will be that trip next year. Oh, nice. Uh, what advice uh, would you give to people who who want to do exercise, but they don't have the motivation? How can they motivate themselves? Get in your car and start driving to the gym. <laughs> it's that easy. The second you're at the gym, do not work out at home. I know I do a, I do a lot of uh, uh, virtual training. Mm-hmm from home um, and a big part of that is trying to transition people to get them motivated even at their home because if you have an appointment with somebody mm-hmm. if you're a responsible person you're going to keep that appointment mm-hmm. right so you're not going to stiff out somebody because you know what um, you're paying somebody for you to for them to be there uh, even if they can't be there physically and they have their, you can see them through their phone they still they still an interaction there but Mm -hmm. i know most places in the world the gyms are closed and you can't get to the gym but um the motivation for working out is really 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 hard Mm -hmm. because you don't see the results right away like i had a client um she was what 235 pounds when she first started with me and in a year she dropped 100 pounds Wow. She didn't see, she didn't see anything. She still mm-hmm. saw herself as 235 pounds, even though every month the inches kept going le- lower, 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 lower. She mm-hmm. still saw herself as the big girl. Mm-hmm. It's something in ma- her uh, identity. Yes. yes it's in, it, was, it was in her head that she was always big. But mm-hmm. when my manager saw her a year later, 
that's mm-hmm. when everything flipped. Mm-hmm. That's when everything got triggered for her that she's no longer the big girl. Mm-hmm. So it's like watching grass grow, watching your body change. Like you're not going to see it because, because you see your body every day. You're not going to see the inches go down. You're not going to see the muscle come on. You're not going to see the fat go down. You're not going to see it. So staying motivated is very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, to stay motivated for me, what I do is I always work, train with a friend. So when I feel like I'm not, like I don't want to go to the gym, my friend will always call me and say, get your, get your ass, get your out, get your ass outside. I'm waiting for you. So I have no excuse. <laughs> so to stay motivated, um, either hire a trainer, join a, join a group, join a class and don't let your teammates down. Mm-hmm. That's it. That, that's that. That's the easiest form of motivation that I can come up with for people. What do you think about spirituality? What are your thoughts on that? Um, spirituality is a very interesting uh, topic. Um, it, it's because so many different people have so many different views based off of where they, um, how they grew up. Um, I was brought up, you know, in a very Christian, well, I wouldn't say very Christian uh, upbringing, but I have fallen back on my spirit, my, my spiritual way of le- of believing in things based off of uh, Greek, uh, Greek Orthodox, uh, Eastern, Eastern, Christianity Mm -hmm. and um, basically our bodies are a temple and we should honor that temple that temple houses a very um, ancient and very sacred being inside of it so and when I start seeing people starting to abuse it it really hurts me Mm -hmm. And I, I personally don't like it. I don't like when they see, when I start seeing stuff people doing to their bodies. I mean, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, but that's my view. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody has other different views on it and that's fine. Um, we all, I've had my experiences with stuff that actually proves this. Well, it's proved this to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I was standing on a bridge, for example, thinking of thinking about jumping, mm-hmm. I had like um, this weird, 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 weird thing happen, where I was actually shown my funeral. Wow! And I saw my friends coming, my mm-hmm. my so-called friends coming in, and this huge fight started, mm-hmm. like between my parents, my sister, and my friends. They all attacked my entire family. Attacked my friends. I'm like. I don't want this. And there was this being beside me and he said, do you want this? Mm-hmm. Like, no. And then he took me to the place where um, the person, because I had, I had thought planned this all out. I was going to jump mm-hmm. and land on a car, mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm done. 
Like I didn't want, yeah, I wanted to jump, hit, get hit by a car Mm -hmm. and then, you know, done. And uh, then he took me to the person's house and he, and I saw the person, he was, the person was completely devastated. I'm the type of person where if I'm going to do harm, I'm going to do harm to myself. I don't want anybody else to get hurt. Mm -hmm. And he said, do you want this person to suffer? I'm like, no. He's like, okay, then don't do it. So I didn't do it. So I've had other issues where uh, other stuff where um, <laughs> in Fight Club, I've actually been hit so hard, <laughs> punched so hard, where I actually popped out this way, right behind myself, and come back right in. I found myself on the ground in the fetal position. It's very hard to put me in the fetal position. This guy can do it <laughs> very quickly, very easily. So. Um, another time while I was, uh, it was right after my very first confession because that's when I, that's when I started to get a little bit more interested in like uh, religion, not religion more, but spirituality. Like mm-hmm. how can we tap into this, into this power? And, uh, I, I went, I went to, there's a monastery just here in Michigan and I went there for my very first confession. And after I felt like I was, I was floating in hyperspace. Like it was great. It was amazing. The, for like three days, I was like on a different level. So I went to a fight club and uh, <laughs> my instructor saw me. He saw I was moving great. Like I had great moves. I was doing everything perfectly. I felt amazing. And he starts punching me. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm like, okay, go harder. <laughs> go harder go harder but i was doing something and i was doing something uh hiding it behind my breath because when we when we get hit we have this thing right like like, like i said earlier before with the fear mm-hmm. when you have fear you have to start to the first thing that you have to do is breathe mm-hmm. the second thing you have to do is move and then you understand okay then relax and then move and then relax but keep breathing so we have this one thing where as Christians, we're supposed to be saying uh, our, our seven most powerful words, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. And I was just saying that under my breath. Like I wasn't saying it too loud because I didn't want anybody, you know, you know, I didn't want to make a whole commotion mm-hmm. over it. It literally felt like somebody was hitting wood. I didn't feel any pain. Mm-hmm. And I kept telling him, go harder, go harder, go harder, mm-hmm. go harder. He's, he, eventually he stopped. He goes, why'd you stop? Oh. He goes, if I go any harder, I'm going to break my wrist. I'm like, you're going to break your wrist. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're hitting me pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then, he, then he had me laying down on the ground and I grabbed a whip. Now, we don't really, really whip that hard. We don't use it that hard because... Mm-hmm get really bad (laughs) lawsuits and everything so it's just tapping right (laughs) and I don't like it at all because it hurts and I was doing the same thing I was just you know saying those seven words and not to tell you that it didn't hurt would be a lie it hurt but it stung and went away stung went away stung went away and then uh, when I got home and I took a shower yeah when I was washing my body, it looked like 
as I was going down, the marks were coming off with it. Wow. So I'm like, okay, there's mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. very powerful out here that we as human beings, us, like I like to call ourselves, us dumb monkeys don't understand. Mm -hmm. We don't get it. Like, there is a soul in every single human being. Everything that we do, everything, our actions, our words towards each other actually affects that soul. Mm -hmm. It either drives it down or brings it up. We have to understand that we need to start bringing it up, mm -hmm. not bringing it down. Because the effects of losing one light in this world is devastating for the rest of us. Mm -hmm. so spirituality is in that context is great now i'm not saying for everybody to fall into you know eastern orthodoxy i don't want a single person to do it mm -hmm. i want you to believe in whatever you believe mm -hmm. i want you to follow the follow the positive aspect of whatever you believe in mm -hmm. be that positive catalyst in this world don't be that negative thing that you know separates people because that's not what we're meant here to be. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're meant here to do. Uh, what, is, what is happening in the world right now? What, what are your, your thoughts about it? Huh. Loaded question. Very loaded question. I think we're going into a shift. Mm-hmm. I think this shift is going to be a good one, mm -hmm. but we have to tread very, very carefully because if we don't, we're going to end up somewhere where it's going to be very scary. I, 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 hmm. I want to say a lot about this, but I want to focus more on the, 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 the training because that, mm -hmm. that's positive. And uh, yeah, this world is, we're living in very tricky times, mm -hmm. very tricky. And the mo the, the, I guess what I could say to people is keep to your don't keep don't keep to yourself but try to understand what, where other people are coming from mm -hmm. don't jump to don't jump to conclusions based off of race color or creed and i'm talking to both sides of this equation not just one both sides um we're not going to get anywhere by tearing each other apart and there are people out there that want to see this because they're laughing and I want to see those people tear the, tear each other apart, not us. Mm -hmm. We're the ones. We're the ones working. We're the ones suffering. They're not. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's all. I, that's all I want to say about that. That's just keep ourselves united and connected, and and have a good spirit and positive. Yes. Yes. And how, tell us about uh, examples of your clients. How they make a positive impact in their life with personal training. Um, like I said, the one girl, she dropped 100 pounds in a year. Mm -hmm. uh, there was one guy that I had. Uh, the doctors wanted to do surgery because on his back because he had some weird issue in his lower back. His uh, 
yeah, I'll just call it the lower back because if mm -hmm. I go like T12 L1, <laughs> I might lose some people. So <laughs> the T12, uh, so his lower back, he was for for most of his life. It's been it was bothering him. So we did a little bit of adjustments. I'm not like chiropractic mm -hmm. adjustments just muscle assessments and muscle strengthening mm -hmm. and within three weeks he was doing full squats wow where three weeks before that or three months before that he wasn't able to do he was uh using he was, you know he was using the table to sit down and mm -hmm. using the table to stand up again mm -hmm. and then he, i had him doing full squats with weight on his shoulders and his doctors are like they couldn't understand i'm like well they're looking at the wrong place <laughs> mm -hmm. um, um i've had so many in over the past years one guy uh he um he he really wanted to uh he want he really wanted to gain muscle mm -hmm. and he couldn't because he started uh he every time he gained muscle he gained fat with it so we did a little bit tweak here a little bit tweak there and three months later uh, was it six months later yeah, six months later, he he finally had his six pack. I'm like, congrats! Mm -hmm. Where are you gonna go from here? I mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, had another guy when I first started. Actually, he was um, skinny guy, mm -hmm. busy. He was a pilot. He was a, a full time pilot for a major American airline, and uh, he's like, I never been big. I always wanted muscle. I don't know how to get it. And in a year, he went from bench uh, doing dumbbell presses from 25 pounds. And we, he ended off the final year with doing like 65-pound dumbbell mm -hmm. presses. So, and he was just, wow, I never thought I would get there. I'm like, well, you have the, you have the, you have the ability, not the sight. Yes. And that's the most thing that I see with most clients. They have the ability not to say. And that's what most trainers see in, in their clients too. What is the legacy that you want to leave in the world? What impact do you want to make? Hmm. Hmm. I want people to understand that we're all the same. Mm -hmm. regardless of where we live or what we believe um we're tech like was it lance armstrong or buzz aldrin or one of those two guys they said when they were up in space they didn't see any lines like they didn't see any borders they just saw one planet and I think that's what a lot of the religions out there are trying to say but people are People with religion is actually really funny because it's because it comes down to like even people within martial arts mm -hmm. and martial arts. It's my, my martial art is better than your martial art. My sensei is better than your sensei. We have a tendency of following people. Mm -hmm. This is wrong. We should never follow people. We should follow only the guy up there mm -hmm. because he up there i'm sorry i'm going into a little bit of religious stuff because it's yeah. he up there only said one thing love one another as i have loved you mm -hmm. and we missed that we missed the mark on that 
So, I mean, even if, anyways, I'm not going to get into religion because I'm not a priest mm-hmm. or a monk. <laughs> um, so maybe we should start listening mm-hmm. to each other. Maybe uh, the legacy that I want to leave, I guess, is just that. Just maybe we should start, you know, loving one another as 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 you would love, you know, your mother or your father or your sister or your brother. Mm-hmm. Or your cousin or your friend we should all treat each other as friends because that's what we are mm-hmm. we're all friends tell us about your your uh, your business bio fitness and who is it for um Vio fitness originally started in 2010 uh, i originally started it to you know just be a personal trainer outside the gym I didn't have a real vision on, of it, but uh, la- lately I've uh, I've really been focusing on, you know, trying to introduce how exercise and wellness actually impacts the mental state, and um, especially people who have been suffering from depression and helping them get out of depression because it really is it really is a really big trigger and really big factor and you know trying to get people out of depression like if you can just get them to the gym Mm -hmm. get them to work out they'll start to see the changes people outside them will start to say that see the changes and make make comments positive comments and that will actually help them so um yeah that's it And what kind of topics do you do you talk about in your podcast, The Fitness Oracle? Uh, we talk about um, exercise. Um, we talk about um, how, basically my four pillars: health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality. Mm-hmm. So, um, and how they can have a positive impact in somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, that's that's um, that's based that that's it. Like it's like how martial arts has a positive impact in a how martial arts can have a positive impact in someone's life. How exercise can have a positive impact in someone's life. So just st- topics like that. Like last week, I had a guy who I had on. He was four hundred and fifty pounds, and he dropped two hundred and thirty-five pounds and finished his. He finished two Ironmans, Ironman mm-hmm. competitions. Uh, wow. had another, yeah, had another guy who almost committed suicide twice. His brother committed suicide, mm-hmm. and he found his mental state, and uh, and he's thriving right now. He's very mm-hmm. happy um, through yoga and meditation, and how digestion actually helps the mental state. So, mm-hmm. uh, this week I have. Uh, I have a martial artist coming on. We're going to be talking about calisthenics Mm -hmm. and how that has a positive influence and how to lead a minimalist life. And Mm -hmm. so I I try to try to get mostly like health professionals, martial arts instructors and uh, personal trainers on so they can share their stories because it's they're interest. They're interesting to me. (laughs) <laughs> and i know they can they have a reach where they can help other people as well yes sure they they can help i i was listening to your podcast yesterday 
the some of the episodes and they're very good very interesting conversations Thanks. you're a very good podcaster oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much john it was a pleasure to have you uh, on the show and and i'm very grateful for for your time especially uh, on your because today is your birthday <laughs> Well, thank you. It was an honor to be on your show. Um, and have a great day and enjoy your birthday, all the celebrations. And for you guys, follow you can follow John Katsavos in social media. Check, his, check out his website, BioFitness, and listen to his podcast, The Fitness Oracle, where you will find inspiring conversations that will help you make positive changes in your life. Enjoy the rest of the, the day. <laughs>